mustn't get his evil hands on that alien ship. Welcome back, nobodies, to your favorite Doom Patrol podcast, this side of the magical invasion portal. My name is Mark. And my name is Nathan. And today we're talking about issue number six of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Uh, it's called Doom Patrol Goes to War. I think the next issue is called Stoppable Doom Patrol. So I think uh, there's there's a bit of... Uh, <laughs> they're quite some danger in this work. one. Um, um, I hey, was going to try, to try to tag on to the whole war um, thing. And the only thing that I could think of is just repeating the opening crawl to Star Wars Episode Three: War, the Republic is crumbling, and so on and so forth. But, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I'm, I'm doing great today. This uh, Reading this issue was yeah. a treat, as they all are, but this one, um, very much so a treat. Um, this whole recording of this show, you and I have been constantly questioning, you know, what do they do next kind of thing how are they gonna how are they gonna end it or what have we um yeah and uh these are pretty good uh where is this all leading culminations to, of you know? a, a, a big doom patrol event um and it's it feels pretty cool that there's like at least like in a mini series a doom patrol event <laughs> Yeah, you know this is this is our penultimate issue. We we when we began this little uh, excursion, it was you know a six issue run. Now it's a seven issue run. We're on number six now. So what would have been the finale has been expanded to an additional issue. Issue number seven is is uh, will be the next one released next month. And as we read each issue and talked about what was going on in it, but also knowing what's happening with General Immortus in the background and also peace, uh, Peacemaker, we had these questions of where this is all headed to. And in the end of issue five, it kind of made sense that, you know, uh, General Immortus was getting ready to attack um, kind of like the Doom Patrol manor where they live in Kansas. And um, we're here now where Orange Team is fighting the White Team in kind of like a, a spar, a training fight, between the two teams of Doom Patrol, uh, a.k.a. Flex Force is the white team. Uh, so we're getting to see Flex mm-hmm. Mentalo and, Flexing and his kind Mentalo, of the other Doom Patrol members will. that he's been training. Um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it starts off kind of fun to see the skirmish between Doom Patrol members. Um, but then we do see... Um, kind of the product of General Immortus's plan, you know, this plan put into, into motion, which is an actual invasion uh, of the Doom Patrol. And so all the Brotherhood of Evil, an entire cast of characters, and, and boy, is this issue full of characters. There's so many characters. Um, we probably won't be able to mention all of them, but we'll try to touch on some and try to talk about uh, the little nods and references that they have for some of these characters. Um, but first, first of all, I just want to say with Chris Burnham's, you know, his penciling for this entire issue, because there's so many characters, there is so much detail in each cell. And yet, because this is such a fast paced issue, um, it's easy to like blow through it and just like, wow, it's, you know, so much people are just fighting left and right. There's just, it's, it's a whole like, um, like final act of a show, like a like a like a season finale where everyone is just in this dogfight. Um, it it is like a total war going on with these complete and uh, strange metahumans. Um, that it's easy to miss out like on some of Burnham's like fine detail. I mean, there's mm-hmm. um, of course we're boy. Let at me a tell you, these chest hairs. The detailing <laughs> on him later on. Yeah. <laughs> Exquisite, exquisite, very fine. What was the fine, cartoon? Uh, what was the cartoon? Of course, it was uh, Ed and Eddie. You remember the episode of Ed and Eddie where they drew pencil, drew chest hairs on Eddie, and they got wiped off. 
<laughs> it's like literally pencil drawn chest hairs right here. Um, that's great. There's a. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, Nickelodeon, like the that era of Nickelodeon with like Rugrats. I know what you mean. It, like it's it, the it all bold, had like that kind of yeah, and it's like the bold lines, off-putting um, penciling with like. Like like p- the pencil detailed, like the inking detailed of random things like strands of hair, arm hair, um, ankles, you know, things like that. Where it's, oh, oh mm-hmm. someone's wearing like high waters and rugrats, but like their socks have actual like lines on them. And it's like, oh, yeah, you decided to draw the lines on the socks and it's not just a solid yeah, color. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> to add texture to like the sock itself. Yeah. Uh, there's an elephant mm-hmm. man that uh, uh, Cliff Steele will be fighting in, in, in this issue. And the elephant has such fine detail all along the trunk. And then in the entire facility that the Doom Patrol is fighting, there's, you know, there's um, uh, there's equipment. I can't tell if it's like technological, like computer servers or just that's part of their training. But there's some sort of... Um, storage in the background of this warehouse fight um, that it almost looks uh, like there's so much detail that Burnham has put into that, even though in the forefront, in the main focus, is that we have like certain cast of characters fighting the Brotherhood of Evil. And so there's so much detail within these cells, but you burn through it so quickly. Um, this kind of reminds me, and I'll step into the the kaiju realm for a bit, tokusatsu. It's kind of like Godzilla Final Wars, but for Doom Patrol, obviously Doom Patrol goes to war, where they just said, we are going to showcase so many villains and heroes from Doom Patrol's history that you're going to remember and point and be like, I remember this character. Um, And if you don't, they do a great job of saying, uh, in a way that doesn't feel too jarring, that they go, oh, okay, this is a weird character. We know how to defeat it. We just have to get through this. Um, and there's also closure for some other villains that have been mentioned um, in in this uh, in this run, this unstoppable Doom Patrol that we'll be talking about as well. Um, but yeah, Nate, let's talk about Flex Force first. Um, we both read this digitally, so I don't have any cool variant covers to talk about yet. Did you miss out on any I'll good? Do you know them. if you missed out uh, on any good ones for this for this but issue? Yes. Have you looked at them? Have you have you gone that route and just be like, ah, man? For there, there is a good one. There is one that I want to get. Uh, it 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 does have uh, Flex Mentalo and Cliff Steel back to back. Similar to, you know, Obi-Wan, Mace Windu from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> let's let's pause because there's Star so Wars. much behind they that. They are back-to-back, they're <laughs> defensive. If you don't remember the Gogurt commercial. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> that the one and only, that's, the Gogurt commercial. That's real. That, that is real. Yeah. That is a real With memory. With the lightsabers and, on them. Like, I don't know. Something that th- this generation needs to get back to. <laughs> Attack of the Clones will always have that moment. It will always have the Jedi moment. No, I don't uh, think. I don't. It, mm, are, are maybe, and, but I think. I don't even know. I, th- I think they are a thing because Trix yogurt isn't really a thing anymore. Go-Gurt? But I do think they make tricks Kids like f- to go type of gogurt. Um, and I think more so gogurt is like a frozen I feel like- treat now. I think that's like the way they go where it's like, yeah, you. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's just frozen yogurt. That's it's just like, a well, frozen popsicle. Kind of, no, not, just, it was great when it was just yogurt. Like, I don't know what you were talking Just Yeah. Oh, like a fro-yo gogurt. <clears throat> Fro-gurt. That doesn't work. They're going to have to think about this one. Um, yeah, now that I'm older, I know this is a huge tangent. We'll get back to it in a minute. Um, I, I think now as an adult, I don't know that Trix really is yogurt. I don't know the last time you had a Trix yogurt compared to a regular okay, yogurt. Okay, mom. Uh, but that's not now, yogurt. Now you're saying the exact same thing my mom told me. 
last it's year. A... No, I don't know. But, uh, but but yeah, totally. I was uh, I was a big Trix yogurt fan as a kid growing up, and uh, I do remember my mom specifically being like, "I'm not. You're not eating that anymore because yeah, that's not, not yogurt. Can't, can't like, be good for you." Okay. This <laughs> is <just> color. Yeah. <laughs> If if you haven't had one in a while, I, red four and stuff. yeah, it's just like <laughs> red forty in a container. It's really it's really strange. It doesn't. It has like this very thin uh, viscosity to it that regular yogurt does not have. Um, oh yeah. Speaking of yogurt, because oh, yeah, he's, he's a uh, treat and here. then some. So he's a whole uh, spoonful. Is that where, is that how you is that where you're going with it? Okay. Oh, there you go. Thank you. There we go. Capture the flag. We have white team versus orange team. We have our um, kind of our main cast of Doom Patrol characters. We have Cliff. Uh, uh, we have Rita. We have Larry Trainer. We have Beast Girl. There's also Velvet, which is the kind of slug metahuman. Um, and then we have uh, Degenerate. So we have six people on the orange team. And then we will have uh, five people on the white team. And so, so this one, this, this is interesting because we know, we know two of them. We kind of know three of them. Okay, so we know the, the Silo Simon, which is a character that was introduced in the Dark yeah. Fate Silo Simon. Lazarus Planet uh, uh, spores, prequel comic. You know, mushrooms. Or it was a, yeah. Silo Simon. Uh, if wait that happened, oh, I okay, okay. So, because it was in such bold lettering in this issue, it like fit. I don't know why. I don't. We probably did, and I can't remember if we had the same exact discussion when they first introduced that character. Um, and I guess what last issue or there two issues ago? I don't know. I I don't know that. I I think it was the very first issue. No wait, no wait. Was it the second issue where they go to this Doom Patrol headquarters yeah. and they and they reunite with the team? They're showing the base and everything. That then they show. I assume it's psilocybin um, because psilocybin is, 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 is that you what know, you said? the fungus and their their powers mushroom. is fungus and spores. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and that makes sense with the character, right? Um. Yeah. So she has like this uh, telekinetic yeah. ability, but which is just it's terrifying. Fungus based. Um, so still assignment was from dark fate. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, yeah. Reading that prequel comic and seeing that he, he was trapped in that barracks with all the other soldiers and he couldn't control himself because of all this, uh, going on with him. Um, there is, uh, the, the Starro kid. Uh, I'll try not to call him star kid, uh, all of the weekend. Um, or no, that's star boy. Or Star Kids the what movie. A, what the a kid great played, uh, segue Timmy though. Because what did you Park. say? Oh no, that's Star Boy. We have another character on this team. Um, what Ro- Roxy? Uh, oh jeez, what was it? Roxy Centauri and Roxy the suit Centauri. on this character is so much that yeah. of Star Boy, aka Starman from uh, Le- Legion of Superheroes. Um, and he was mm-hmm. one of my like favorite characters to look at every single time they was they were in a comic book like because their suit is just that like starfield <laughs> just with white gloves and it's just like a skin tight starfield suit and it's like oh you're perfect there was one storyline where they gave him like schizophrenia and i was like oh man like i felt so bad but he was such a cool looking character and then he was just like really like into like dream girl and i was like oh this is like this is sad, but this is great. <laughs> you're you're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be from the future, kind of thing. And it's it was really cool. Anyway, this Roxy Centauri character is so badass. Yeah, the Love it. manic pixie dream girl as a superhero. Yeah. So Roxy Centauri yeah. is a new one. Star Bro is the this one's name, the one with the Starro on it. So it's it's name his alias is Star Bro. Uh and then we have Animal Vegetable mm-hmm. Mineral Girl, but she just wants to be called AVM. Uh this one is the 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 person that we saw um what would have been two issues ago when they were fighting Animal Vegetable Mineral Man 
he was uh, enhanced with his metahuman ability. So now that whoever he uh, hurts or damages, they uh, his abilities are contagious. Other people start to generate um, the AVM aspect. And so she is one of those. And mm, I believe okay. we looked at a character in that issue and said, who is this person? Why are they here? This would have been that person. Uh, at, at one point, we're like, "Is this Casey Brink? Like, who's going? They kind of look like the character, but not quite." Um, so I believe they rescued AVM, and now they are on the team here. So this is AVM for short. No, no girl, no woman, no man attached to the to the end of that alias there. So there's AVM, and then we have Squonk, who I I I have no idea. Who this is, I, I don't recall this character. They, they're they very uh, prevalent in the beginning of this issue, but I don't quite remember them. <laughs> so this one's probably on me. But they they seem to have uh, no Bonitis. bones. I don't know if they have like... Uh, <laughs> that, uh... That's from Futurama? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, I think that's just like the universal <laughs> ailment <laughs> We can just everybody's like, oh yeah, he's got, he's probably got bonitis. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there, there's something about Squonk here. Uh, they they say Squonk is fast, uh, can't be can't be uh, held by by Lasta girl or Lasta woman, Rita Far. Um, so they're they're able to to evade Rita Far. But then, of course, Degenerate gets his hands on Squonk and then um, tags Squonk out of the capture the flag thing. Um, you know, there we get to see a, a kind of a I don't want to say a mute, meet cute, but there's there's this interaction that happens with AVM and Degenerate where they enjoy each other's um, rudeness in a sense, and so th- you actually kind of see Degenerate defeated in a way where he's not totally yeah. upset and he's kind of like like well played and i just kind of took that as like oh okay maybe he's kind of interested in someone finally in a way it that reminds he's not me of uh, like a drag royally pissed kind so of, um, um uh, maybe not movie yeah not yeah, movie Jack, i think it's drags, i think it's movie yeah, definitely a hench for sure yeah where it was oh, like yes, oh yeah, you're still like strong person but you run. are fun um, with it especially the the newer ones not just hulk and being hulk Mhm. Mhm. Yes, and, and taking away from from uh, Cliff Steele having to fill that role because uh, we'll, we'll see Cliff Steele a lot in this issue. No, um, very but he doesn't more have like to just, be like. I mean, I don't know. Very that kind of character anymore. Uh, I get. I don't want to say leader, but like, just the muscle. You know, just can go in and just like, oh, okay, I punch things. Let me yeah. just start. Exactly. Um, of course, Larry Trainer will be the one who wins the capture the flag match because he uh, strategically passed out next to it so that he can grab it towards the end, which is very well played by Larry Trainer. Um, but this is, you know, then of course comes the Brotherhood of Evil. They've come through the um, portal that Warp has created, um, and um, what I really liked about this is. <laughs> Some of the interactions that we see here, one of the first ones being oh, uh, yeah. the quiz. Now, this was a big this was a big panel that showed up in this issue. This was a this was a huge one. Uh, fans of the show, fans of the Grant Morrison run, especially the Brotherhood of Dada with Mister Nobody, um, to see the quiz here in the original kind of outfit. It must have been um, like Burnham man, just being like, "I really this want was to good. draw." I, I really like... enjoy this one. <laughs> Like I need to figure out like what characters like we're gonna bring mm-hmm. into this like newer team, but still it's the same class of characters. But who is the most fun to draw? Um, and boy oh boy, you nailed it. Yeah, I, I and I, I love uh, again that that relationship that Chris Burnham and Dennis Culver have. The way that they can um, they sit you know, almost right next to each other. They're able to talk about these things, play around with these fun ideas. Um, and, you know, they get to put the quiz in, in this issue. 
And so the quiz is here. And Dennis Culver starts writing these characters to just start spitting out abilities. Uh, and it, it becomes a fun joke for all of them to be like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, we have to come up with abilities right now. Everyone start thinking of things so that the quiz cannot use those abilities. Because, of course, as they say in this book, for people who don't know, um, the quiz has every ability you haven't thought of. So as long as you start naming things, the quiz cannot do it. Um, and then uh, that leads to the the kind of like the punchline where Squonk says, hey, what about imposter syndrome? And that ends up being the the ability that the quiz is using on uh, the chief or Crazy Jane's personality chief. Um, and so it becomes a whole funny bit here where it's like, I've always had imposter syndrome. Um, that's very why good, I think very, that's, uh, that's very good interaction there. I, I appreciated um, that uh, a lot. <laughs> As someone who uh, uh, self-diagnosed yeah. with that, um, it, you know, it feels very seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, at first I thought, like, maybe something was happening in the underground at, like, the worst timing. Like, um, I didn't know that the quiz was actually uh, afflicting. Me neither. Crazy I thought Jane, Jane was, I thought or, a personality or, um, was, like, kind of, like, mixing and, um, like, starting to show up through but not not switching like visually mm-hmm. i guess um yeah it was pretty pretty fun to see that uh, cuz i didn't know what was happening yeah. it seemed like it came out of nowhere where it was just like the panel before where the chief was you know calling shots and then all of a sudden like oh i can't do this i'm in way over my head it was like oh this is great like Something's going on, but uh, yeah. no, I I thought it was going to be a lot bigger, but then that kind of would be like, okay, now we got to go deeper down, like what's going on with Jane and that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. and then we had to, it's a whole tangent that we'd have to sit uh, and figure out. And um, I, I also thought, you know, with with um, uh, Mento and, and Niles, Calder and and Chief, I thought about betrayal so much in this time. But no, Niles Calder actually, you know, in the beginning of the issue, his statement is very honest. Like he's like, "Oh, you know, congratulations, the Doom Patrol is doing so well. You guys are really taking over, and I'm so proud of you guys. Uh, look at all you've achieved." Um, and then in comes this invasion, and so thinking like, "Oh, in this moment, Mento could be betraying Doctor Niles Calder. Could actually, you know." Uh, finally play his hand um but no they, they stay yet true to be they stay honest Mento's i think because we still out. he's working yeah. with dr cinco because it's still more of like a it's it's for like now, you have two now. lionweight <laughs> characters right now we have velvet who is in so many panels and that is like a huge giveaway it's so like many. that's There's like so the little <laughs> freaking you know adventure time snail in every episode kind of deal it's like you need to be paying attention because velvet is there for mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. reason. Why would there just be a worm on the team? Yeah. What does the worm do? Like, exactly. Um, and the chief as what well, or Niles Calder, I believe, is still <laughs> the, yeah. a lion weight kind of character. I do think at the very end of the day, Niles Calder is that of contingency plan person that will have something to pull out of their sleeve. Yeah, N- Niles Calder, Mento, Velvet, even Crazy Jane is is something to consider um, because we did see in, in the therapy patrol issue of this of this run, um, we, we did see that, um, what was it, the chief said, you know, everyone's fine in the underground, we're, we're good, they all trust me, and then you see that reflection of Crazy Jane. Right, so and we're going to go through this entire run of, uh, not of this, this really so stacked... That's another thing issues of, of uh, an arc of doom patrol and not like give any 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 spotlight on, on jane here in this like i don't think that's i don't think that's gonna kind of come to pass i think that's gotta be a mm-hmm. uh, it's gotta be a big reveal um and i think we're getting closer to it because there's yeah, something that this panel that we're talking about at right here there. is that we do get a uh, appearance of black anise and that's also like a 
it's a deep cut uh, because it's also like a, oh, that's a really powerful personality. And uh, you you pull that card out when you need to pull that card out. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with, like, who knows when to pull that card out. Well, Jane does. You know that. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. Um, so it seems like I think there's going to be something with that as well. Um, and I'm just excited for it, you know? Um, but dang, the more and more I look at this chief character, the more he just, like, screams gerard way character like <laughs> just mcr yeah yes yeah very umbrella academy yeah n- number five um the, the what was it the five main variants that they were going to use in this run well they used flit a lot but then there was there was shy there was chainsaw nun black anis sun daddy was another one that they've used so far uh, so we we really haven't seen Crazy Jane. There was um, in Therapy Patrol. There was some some mention of her, of course, um, but we haven't seen her pop out yet. And um, you know, speaking about reveals, there are so many characters that that show up in this uh, issue, including the quiz that are just like, I didn't think this character was going to be here, um, and they seem kind of important. So the quiz was was kind of important as our first big Easter egg cameo character just be like wow look at this character but then towards the end of the issue we'll talk about certain characters that are like oh okay i see what's going on here um but let's talk about squonk real quick so uh squonk will be one talking about the imposter syndrome and then of course in the very next page we see uh that squonk has been uh extremely injured by dr inside out um, and this, you know, we talked about Rugrats, but there's this crazy Angelica, Cynthia looking girl that's that's also with the Brotherhood of Evil. Um, I don't know who this one is, so maybe someone Medusa else knows who this is. Or she's got crazy. I don't know. Maybe maybe she's uh, Pippi Longstocking. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't. Uh, I, I can't think. Sindel right hair from Mortal Kombat. People that are just drawn blank, bla- drawing blanks. Um, Plasmus is another one that's also in that same area, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, Plasmus is like a, a a deep cut to Marv Wolfman, George Perez era. Um, Plasmus, I think, was actually in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths at some point. Um, but that that is an old like okay. Arnold Drake era of Doom Patrol, but but created by Marv Wolfman and and George Perez. So there's that one, I believe, also. Um, uh, what is the other character that was created by them? Um, oh, um, Hungen, Hungen, which we'll talk about at, at the end of the issue. Um, and we could just talk about it now, but um, that's kind of like the the voodoo cyber scientist that they uh, picked up at the at the end of uh, issue two, I think. And we thought, you know, oh, this is a deep cut Doom Patrol character. Right. That they're recruiting back into the Brotherhood of Evil. This is another Marv Wolfman George Press character that they're bringing back, uh, and for what reason? And of course, at the end here, we'll see why. Um, so that's another one. And then, let's see. There's um, Gemini Demille, who is the daughter of Lord Demille. And and so this one's kind of interesting. This is actually a George, um, not George. Uh, this is a Jeff Johns created character that Jeff Johns created as the villain for Beast Boy when Beast Boy had his own run. Um, and so Gemini Demille is kind of like you know if we're gonna if, Be- if Beast Boy is gonna have his own run, then Gemini Demille is gonna be we're gonna create you know uh, an offshoot of Laura Demille and put that villain as the villain for, for Beast Boy. And so Gemini DeMille is here, um, and, which is kind of, this is a real deep cut character. Um, so kudos on, 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 you know, the whole Doom Patrol team and the fans she who looks, love all this She looks like how they drew to see Gemini DeMille here. In Teen Titans drama series, the animated series. Doesn't she? Doesn't she look a, a bit. lot like Terra? Yeah. <laughs> like so, so much. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that yeah, like I guess the the, the, the version the two terror armor. or whatever. And like uh Blackfire. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um earlier or you can kind of see it in that panel where she's fighting uh Rita Farr and she says, Alaska woman's boyfriend stomped out by Gemini DeMille. Mother would be proud. Um you can see her arms are constricting around everything. It's gone, you know, it's going everywhere. Um, I don't quite understand this panel. Maybe it's it's a reference to something I don't remember. Uh, but Rita Farr's boyfriend stomped out with Gemini DeMille. I don't I don't get it because uh, Flex Mentel is right there, right? Isn't this supposed to be something? So maybe he's what? He's no, like, wait, she's... does she have a boyfriend I don't know about? They're so. tall. They're uh, but they're bit they're giant, and she's about to stomp him like an oh ant. my god! It's a and so respect. she's just like announcing the, you know, this oh is like classic nineteen seventies fight panel. What a great force perspective! Wow, Maybe because you weren't thinking really that Gemini would there. be like a big big or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're actually like giant monsters fighting. Now. That's like that foot. That's like okay, a down. Okay, this changes everything. Down Ooh. angle, low angle. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. I think that helped me and probably some other people who didn't catch that. Um, but no, that's awesome. That's that's crazy. That's that's actually amazing. Um, <laughs> I wish we got to see. I wish we got to see more of these these fights that were happening here because this is the end of of this uh, interaction that we'll see in this issue before it cuts away and then we come back to um, everyone else fighting some of this Brotherhood of Evil. Um, but yeah, I, this is kind of make this makes me wonder when I was reading it because there's so much going on in this sixth issue. Um, was there more to it? Were they cutting things out? Were they saying no? Well, we need a seventh issue because this book will be massive because of how much we're putting into it. Um, a lot of people on the internet say that this should be an ongoing series. It shouldn't just be a limited run. I beg, I, 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 I kind of disagree. I think sometimes having a, uh, one concise arc story is, is good enough. I like the limited run. I think it's uh, it keeps things contained without letting it be like, oh, yeah, well, we have all these questions still, but you know we'll answer them you know, throughout a, a 52 issue run, you know, so, um, no, I kind of like this limited series. Um, but yeah, there, there does seem to be so much in here that I wish we could see more of, um, you know, but at least stuff to the imagination. Um, in comes Willoughby Kipling, Lotion the Cat, and the great Ludini, uh, son of uh, Sam Ludini, I think uh, that yes. was Casey Brink's friend from the Gerard Way run. If, um, well, I just said yes. I was just was uh, that? confirming that the 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 trio of characters. Oh. oh okay. The two of them coming from the Gerard Way run, which was yes, an excellent yeah. surprise. Yeah, I think he's the the other ambulance um, driver in the in the yes. beginning there. Um. Uh, the but what's really of... cool is just like the fact that we can yeah. separate Doom Patrol into like to have the magic team. That's so cool now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, and to see Willoughby Kipling back again with with these other characters. We did see them in that second issue of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, but it is nice to see them again here and in action. Uh, of course, Lotion the Cat right up front so it looks really cool um but willie b kipling is here to also kind of segue the fight outside because he'll be here to tell like hey there's some crazy uh voodoo magic happening outside they're trying to resurrect dorothy so dorothy becomes a a, a, uh kind of like a big plot point here very quickly um we'll see what's happening towards the end of this issue and into issue seven but uh, you have Monsieur Mala, um, General Immortus, and Hungen, uh, uh doing some crazy magic to kind of resurrect Dorothy for some reason. Um, obviously, probably to 
to exercise her ability to create anything out of imagination, right? So um, it's a very dark uh, objective by the Brotherhood of Evil. Of course, it is pure evil. Um, because, yeah, Dorothy's death was, was actually quite sad. A lot of people kind of disagreed with it in its publication. I remember reading about that. Um, and we had such a touching moment in issue two with Dorothy. So it seems... Um, very uh, taboo to to do this to Dorothy, which is a character most people. I mean, at least um, really enjoy. So at least we're like calling attention back to her. I mean, it's not like she's just completely out of existence. That's the thing. Who knows? Maybe she'll come back to life <laughs> or something. I don't. I don't know. Um, it, it didn't seem like it was just like a plot point. Yeah, like and, to and, move and things forward for me. There's obviously something. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's 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 yeah. It's it's by design to be like a very heinous act that the Brotherhood of Evil is doing. So it is rather like, hey, this is this is very offensive. But um, oh yeah. But look at the detailing on Dorothy's body here by Chris Burnham. Man, all the contouring, all the caveats of of the of the skin and whatnot. Um, excellent, excellent detail. All the detailing on this kind of worn out satin um, kind of uh, material in the coffin. So it is an excellently uh, <laughs> respected dead body of Dorothy. So it is, it is quite impressive. Um, but then of course uh, the Doom Patrol show up or, or rather a, a, a skeleton crew, if you will, uh, of Cliff Steele, Willoughby Kipling and Niles Calder. And I really enjoy while, um, you know, what Niles Calder is being protected by Willoughby Kipling with this kind of magic shield that Cliff Steele just kind of like takes. How do you, uh, how do you like Cliff's and design takes the hell in this out of one? It. Um, well, all the. Um, it reminds me kind of a lot of the the 2004 run of Doom Patrol where he, he was kind of like more slender. And, and and more of like a robot man than it was um like Blocky. the Richard Case version in Grant Morrison where you had like Robotic. He was kinda like more uh more more legs. I don't know. He yeah. was like okay. he was like thicker, muscular, it. beefier <laughs> Cliff Steel. This one he's kinda like uh <laughs> almost feels like a robot two point um, in, in just his slenderness. He looks like he looks like a JoJo character, man. And it's just like Again, I keep on going back to it's just like dang, am I picking out like manga influences <laughs> by stuff. accident? I don't know. I mean the Dorothy even looks a little Junji Ito too as well, right? Like even the casket too, just like with those mm, lines and, mm. and the dark shadowing of of just like the ink blotting for just dirt and grime and and stuff. Just it's got to be on purpose. I mean, I know it is, but but dang, um, I want those pants that that Cliff has on. Those are. Uh, you like that white jacket? The 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 white jacket. No, white cropped. Or it's it's not cropped. It's just blowing in the wind. But like that white. Padded looks cool how they do make it look a little bit like a racer oh, jacket so at the same time too, um, like a race car driver jacket. Yeah, maybe maybe maybe, maybe we're is. just like it's not white, maybe we're so used to just you know. wanting it to be like leather and rock and roll where it's like oh wait it would totally be like a track jacket like. Yeah, it, like it probably is. It's and it is. it's gotta be, the, and you know what? Uh, it's gotta be like missing that it. It's got to mm. be like Japanese driver jackets, now, and it's like, oh, totally. got to start looking on the internet, like race car jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without all the patches on it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so next time if Chris Burnham... Oh, yeah, in, in, I'll, I'll, in I'll talk zero or, off. ...or Florida for a convention, you'll just, ha- <laughs> you'll just have to go and be like, can I can oh my God. commission him for Cliff Steele in a JoJo oh, pose? I should, I should tweet him. Absolutely. 
This is when fan art becomes a thing. It's like, look, art school test requirements. <laughs> like, here, draw this in like in your own style, and it's just like, no, here, draw this in JoJo style. Like, <laughs> let me let me see your portfolio. Just all different and JoJo it's just poses. Like, it's just him. Oh yeah. Yep. He's my muse. <laughs> it's just him. Take it or leave it. <laughs> yep. Um. So, so we do see this uh this this culmination of 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 everything that General Immortus has been preparing, and um, you know he's told by Hongen to to drink the wax, which um I believe when we were reading issues one and two there was this vial that we were wondering what it was we. Because of we're coming from the HBO Max show, we thought about longevity and being like, oh, maybe he has like the longevity capsule, like something that will make him live forever, which is like General Mortis's thing all the time. Um, it parallels what Dr. Niles Calder was doing to the Doom Patrol members. Um, but when Hongen said that this is wax, I thought, that's weird. How do you drink wax? What is this? Wouldn't it be solid? Um, and I didn't think of anything of it until... Uh, Dr. Niles Calder melts away like Raiders of the Lost Ark over here um, and then comes back as uh, the main wax himself, uh, the candle maker. So the eternal flame arrives at the end. Um, Um, No, I wasn't expecting it. Quite the twist I wasn't expecting. um, How about you, I didn't think that... I I did not put two and two together of of candle maker, um, which was extremely stupid of me. Um, I thought that this was like a whole brand new guy, <laughs> but this was me just like more so of just like kind of coming to the end and I being mean, excited it has to be like, can't... okay, let me like talk about it with Mark. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this is like a, a candle maker and generally mortis, uh, combination which yeah, which is, um, Fusion. probably one of the most destructive forces ever. Um, yeah, because here I was thinking, like, oh, well, like, did they even do anything with Dorothy? Like, what was the thing? It was like, oh, yeah, no, they totally, like, conjured. Like, that was what that was. It was them calling up her imagination and, like, her, yeah. her candle maker character, um, imaginary friend. Yeah, it's like he. He used so like the the yeah the candle maker resides within Dorothy's soul I guess and 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 so to kind of invite that demon within him he drinks the wax and um, I guess somehow is attuned to Dorothy's soul thanks to the voodoo scientists here and then drinking the wax he then. Uh, dissolves away he now becomes the eternal flame which is what he wants he wants longevity he wants to live forever and so now he has become uh basically like a, a demon's uh, uh conduit and so um we, we see the candle maker here um at the end yeah. with kind of like this fused body with with general immortus so um, very cool i did yeah. not i did that was we that's a, a candle maker there i sound is. like an idiot and but Hey, so. I, I felt like an idiot not knowing about the forced perspective earlier. So there's, like I said, there's so much detail in this in this issue that it, it can go it can go missing. I, I do think in the whether it's the Grant Morrison run, maybe Rachel Pollock, because I know Candlemaker kind of dips into into her um, her run as well. Or maybe even the TV show. I, I can't remember they the, the the name the Eternal Flame. That is that is said with uh with the candlemaker sometimes. Um so that it does line up as being kind of like an alias to the character. Um Oh yeah, yeah this, this is, is powerful. This is bad news. We'll have to see this, what happens. Uh, this next was apparently the, the being that was supposed to be brought forth to destroy the world. So let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And it it's a it's a character that was contained by Thor by Dorothy who can you know she's struggling 
she needs the therapy patrol to like get through it. We always talk about this kind of stuff. And so, um, she's able to contain it as she grows up and, 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 you know, control her psyche, control her, her imaginary friends, um, the powers in her hands. Uh, and so now that she's deceased, but this demon now resides in, um, General Mortis's body, uh, it's completely untethered from Dorothy per se. Um, and so, yeah, you got how, me. how do we stop Candlemaker now? <laughs> you got me too. I don't, I have no idea. So, uh, the next issue is called stoppable exclamation mark. Part two, butcher and butcher baker, baker Wait, candlestick so maker. Is that, I think that's the uh, rhyme. I see. I see. I see. I said it with such confidence. I should. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, you did, and I totally believed you. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think because it says it says stoppable part two. Butcher Baker. So does that mean this is stoppable? And this is why I brought it up at the very beginning of the episode because I was confused. Is this also is this yes. stoppable part one? Goes to war. That's what it is. It's it's stoppable one. Yeah. Stoppable part one goes to war. Because oh, okay, I see now. It I totally missed it because of all the stuff going on. Oh my god, this is okay. So the titles on the on the front of the cover, Doom Patrol, Unstoppable Doom Patrol, dot 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 goes to war. And then when Mento says we're under attack in that big panel, there it is. Doom Patrol. It doesn't even say unstoppable at this time. It just says Doom Patrol in Stoppable Part One. Is this burning? Question mark. Is this burning? There we go. Another candle yeah. maker. Easter uh, thing that we didn't we didn't catch on. Butcher Baker, candlestick maker. We missed that. What? It's a yeah. It's a it's an old English rhyme. Now, is that Rub-a-dub-dub like a nursery three rhyme? Three men in a tub. Saying? The butcher, the baker, and candlestick maker. This yeah. is all one thing. Like I guess we would just cut it off and rub a dub dub, whatever in, in a tub. Yeah. What? <laughs> Thanks for the grub. Oh, <laughs> I know that's what it is. There's a there's actually a, a, a an episode of the boys uh, with this very title: Butcher Baker, Candlestick Maker. Kind of goes along in with it though, because you know, of the boys. Uh, butcher is is in, what is you the... know he's a character and it's an English nursery rhyme. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna do like a yeah. three three people thing. Candlestick if it's a butcher baker and the candlestick maker, who would be the butcher and the baker? If the candlestick maker would be Dorothy in that situation, the butcher could be General Immortus, and the baker, um, Niles Calder. But I don't know. Mm, I I don't know what this nursery rhyme means like what is it what, what does it mean tell me um, i need answers well in its earliest conception apparently it was supposed dub, to be a three men to a in a tub show. and who do you think uh, they'd you know, be people being in a tub um uh calling out respectable people uh other otherwise respectable people for disrespectable actions in this case uh oogling naked ladies So uh, I think there's mm. rub a dub dub three three maids in the tub maybe. And they yeah. said this is good enough for a nursery rhyme. And they said, yeah, you don't see a problem with this. And they said, nah, kids don't know what we're talking about. Apparently, because I had no idea what this is. So uh, <laughs> very strange. Um, obviously, we probably can't put. An analogy, or, or, or um, correlate the butcher baker and candlestick maker to to every Doom Patrol character, but obviously it is a in a kind of a nod to just the candlestick, can, just the candle maker. Now it sounds weird that I don't call it candlestick maker, the candle maker. Yeah, there we go. Man, that had me all twisted up. I had no idea about this. <laughs> it's just, Nursery hey, it's rocks. a form of storytelling. Why? You just kind of call back to it, right? <laughs> Use it as a, 
Use it as your springboards. But then you trying to explain about like uh, respectful people doing disrespectful actions. Now that I'm think you you said that now I'm thinking yes. In, That's what know, I was thinking, thinking as well. Then, like, seven, who would like, the three? Who, who are the three people? <laughs> then it would, I think, Did someone be do their homework there. Immortus, to... The Eternal Flame, yeah. Uh, Niles Calder and will Peacemaker himself be a respectable person doing disrespect, disrespectable things, as as he often does. So. Um, who knows? But uh, just a fantastic fun ride. Yeah. This issue is I, I you know highly recommend it. Of course, if, you, if you've been reading um, Unstoppable Doom Patrol, you've I mean you've got to read it regardless. It's it's fantastic, but it doesn't let up. Like um, the amount of fun we've been having reading these six issues so far in this entire run. Um, you know we, we've said it so many times, but this run. It is what issue two and issue six feel like, which is like a love letter to everything Doom Patrol and its history, but then also like having this new, fun, adventurous ride that we've never been on before. And so taking all these toys, playing with them, um, and playing with them in, in such a way that it's like, wow, I enjoy this. I, I, you know, I could read this again, or someone who hasn't read it before could read it and, and follow yeah. along. Um, this is everything. This is. I definitely you know, felt a, so uh, reading on, this on issue history, particularly. So. I I felt that same sense of um, like just uh, enjoyment out of like picking and and finding out new things, kind of world building esque in your in your comics. Um, like how I did feel when I would just like grab a random mm-hmm, issue mm-hmm. off the shelf and kind of jump into something when I was at the shop. Um. And being able to just like kind of like go up to my coworker a lot of times it was Joey and just be like Joey check this out and just like show him and him being also like oh that's really cool should I read that and it's like yeah you should like I'm enjoying it a lot you should like tag on as well um, so I got that feeling reading this one and uh, uh, I can't wait <laughs> to see how it all comes to an end honestly yeah absolutely I can't wait to see how this one ends and. It'll be here in about a month, I believe. It's the the last uh, Tuesday and Wednesday of the uh, of the month of October. So we will see you then. And until then, DJ, please take it away. Tell me that I'm just dreaming.